Hey guys, Broke Investor here. Haven't made a podcast in forever because of good old COVID life. Because uh, I'm stuck home, you know, with the whole family here most of the time. I don't have the peace and quiet like I do in the car. So anyway, today I do, obviously. So why not make a quick podcast? Uh, today's podcast will be about two things, um, you know, in regards to owning a home. One is PMI and one is escrow. A uh, little, um, little rusty on my podcast skills, so hang in there, um, you know. But it, it's good enough that I, you know, it's worth posting and not redoing. I think so. Anyway, hope you enjoy uh, this podcast. Today's podcast about PMI and escrow. Hang in there. Later. What's going on, guys? Broke investor here. Um, let's talk about PMI. So. What the hell is PMI and why do you care? So PMI, also known as primary mortgage insurance, is basically insurance against you being the, the you know the home buyer. So essentially, you know most mortgages require a twenty percent down um, payment. And then you would take out 80% of the loan. In some cases, you are allowed to, you know, if you're approved to, um, you're allowed to put less down, um, you know, less than 20%. I think the lowest you can do is really 5%. But if you do that, the mortgage company, the mortgage, you know, the lender is going to require that you pay PMI, which they'll take out which basically is insurance for your default. So, you know, it's insurance against you. So if you decide, okay, I can't afford this, uh, I'm not paying this, and they, you know, they can't get the money from you, then they're hoping, you know, that insurance would cover any difference that, you know, they would recover from the house on a foreclosure or so. So now... Should you wait and save 20% before you buy your first house, second house, whatever? Or should you just suck it up and pay the PMI? My, what I would say, I would say wait and save it up. Because PMI, to me, is a load of shit. You know, that money that you're putting, you're paying towards it, you know, it could add up. So, and that rate can be anywhere from... 0.55% to 2.25%, which, you know, that can add up. So let's just say, for example, um, you're looking at a $300,000 home. Now, 20% of $300,000 is $60,000. If you're a first-time home buyer, unless you have help, you probably don't have that money. Um, so assuming you don't have the patience and you have to move out of your parents' house, um, let's just say you have 5%, which is 15000 Now, if you put that down, that'll keep the loan, you know, the total loan at 285000 you know, how much you're borrowing in total. Now, using a 1.5% PMI, that's 4275 annually, which comes to $356.25 per month, right? Now, $365 per month, for five to even 10 years, that's a lot of money. And where does that money go? It goes 
you know, towards PMI, which you'll never see again, because it's insurance that the mortgage company takes out that you're paying for them. So where this money will never be applied to your mortgage, you'll never see that money again, you just have to pay this money, either until you refinance to have, um, you know, a better rate and obviously you'll you'll have more equity in the home or you just pay off more than the you know the amount owed up to um to get to a point of you know less than 80 percent equity so um which you know it's kind of a pain in the ass when i know when i had it i had pmi it was even different i had to wait at least five years they may have gotten rid of that because i don't see that mentioned on the web but um, you ha- you have to at least get to a point where there's you know you're, there's only seventy eight percent equity left, so you have um, you know paid off twenty percent or so of the loan. Obviously, from five percent to you know twenty percent, it's going to take a while, especially since the amount that goes to principal you'll notice is not much at all. So this $356 per month is going to destroy you. So yeah, you may think as a first time home buyer, I can afford this, you know, based on this payment, but you need to really think about, you know, saving 20% for considering buying a home or buy a small ass condo or something that you, you know, that 20% won't kill you. Because again, PMI is just throwing away money. Just just rip up those hundreds, you know, three hundred fifty six dollars. That's a that's basically a car payment. Um, so anyway, um, PMI sucks. That's that's my thought of it. Um, I understand what the mortgage companies are doing um, because obviously they can lose money if they're lending out ninety five percent of the freaking, you know, the value of the home. Because what if you're a deadbeat all of a sudden and you decide, okay, I'm not paying it, and they try to sue you and you have nothing. They're 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 in shit's creek unless they make you know that money back on the sale, which they won't. So it makes sense for them. Um, however, you need to be smart yourself, worry about yourself, and save up the twenty percent before you buy anything. If you can't save up the twenty percent, you can't buy it. At least that's my thought. Unless you really want to pay PMI, which is, again, it's an unnecessary payment. Um, So anyway, that's my thoughts on PMI. I've paid PMI many years. I got out of it once I refinanced. um, And luckily, the value of my home went up, so it all worked out. But I was a sucker who paid PMI because I just wanted to get out and buy a home. You know, I wanted to rush things, which is stupid. Anyway, hope you enjoyed this uh, podcast speaking about PMI and I hope you don't get PMI later what's going on guys broke ass investor here let's talk about good old escrow and what is it so escrow when it comes to mortgages um, most people have what's called an escrow account now what this is, is essentially it's a savings account that is managed by the mortgage company. Now, you pay your mortgage each month, right? So if you have an escrow account, you'll have that total payment, a part of it goes to escrow, a part of it goes to principal, 
and a part of it goes to interest. Um, very high amount goes to interest, very high amount goes to escrow, very little amount goes to principal. This is why your mortgage takes 30 years to pay off. So what is the point of escrow? Now, when you buy a home, you're going to need homeowner's insurance. You're going to need to pay property taxes. So what the mortgage company offers to do for you is collect the money in installments, essentially, throughout the year. And that way, you know, because these are big bills. Um, Property taxes, for example, at least where I live, it's quarterly bill and it's a huge chunk. Um, Homeowner's insurance, it's usually uh, it's an annual bill. So obviously that's also a huge chunk. Most people are irresponsible and typically cannot put money aside for these payments. So it's easier for them to just say, okay, just combine it with my mortgage and tell me what I owe each month. On top of that, they don't even have to worry about paying it because the mortgage company will pay your taxes and pay your homeowners when it's due. Now, is that good or is that bad? What's what's the smarter route? Um, and it wasn't until recently that I actually, you know, looked into this because I thought to myself, okay, I'm debt free minus the home. Now, I could pay my own bills, so why why do I need this escrow account? Why can't I pay my own taxes or pay my own insurance? So, um, and the only reason, honestly, I started looking into this is because I got a notice in the mail from my insurance company that they're going to cancel it if it's not paid in the next two weeks. So, obviously, my mortgage company screwed up my payment. So, my escrow account, not working as well. So, it made me uh, actually you know, reconsider having an escrow account, which, you know, again, I'm still debating. I'm still looking into the pros and cons. But to me, the pros of having an escrow account is obviously you don't have to worry about paying um, two, well, two huge bills. One is once a year, one would be four times a year. Um, So you don't have to worry about paying them. And the other... um, you know, is you're saving up for it. You don't have to worry about saving up for it. So you just pay the mortgage company and they'll they'll worry about that for you. The cons are what just happened with me and they screw up the payment. I assume that's not normal. So let's not take that as a huge con. But another con is you don't even know what you're paying. Like, do you know what you're paying in taxes? Do you even look at your tax bill? Do you even feel it? You probably don't even feel it. I mean, you'll feel it, obviously, if your escrow um, at the end of the year is requiring more money, so your mortgage will go up slightly, but you should look at your quarterly tax bill and see, okay, did it go up? How much did it go up? Why did it go up? Once you pay the bills yourselves, you kind of feel it a little more rather than when the mortgage company pays it directly. Now, same thing with insurance. What is your homeowner's insurance premium? Is it even a good premium? Why aren't you revisiting this premium? To you, it's non-existent. You don't even see the bill half the time. So if you're paying this bill yourself once a year or whatever, you'll probably revisit this and try to get a better rate similar to what your car insurance, you know, what you do with car insurance. So those to me, like, 
you wouldn't do that if it's in an escrow account. So to me, separating it out of an escrow account would probably, you know, make you revisit these bills and, you know, make you think twice. Um, so yeah, that's basically an escrow account. It's an, it's a way, you know, why is your mortgage so high? Well, for one, um, escrow for the other, it's interest, you know, cause even when you get a good rate, like today, they're great rates. Keep in mind, it's 30 year mortgage and the amount you're borrowing is substantial. So your interest is still high. You know, you're paying a large chunk in interest. You're also paying a large chunk in escrow. So do you want to pay that to the mortgage company? Do you want the mortgage company to hold this money in a savings account for you? Which they probably earn interest on that you don't get. So, or would you rather hold the money aside for yourself, maybe in your own interest bearing account or invest the money? Who the hell knows? Do whatever you want. Um, so it's all about responsibility. Are you, are you debt free already? Like, are you handling all your bills? And if so, why would you not handle your own taxes or insurance? I have no legit reason besides laziness, honestly. So that's why I'm also looking into buying a new home. And at that point, I think I'm going to decide not to do escrow, assuming that is an option. That's another thing I need to really look into. Um, but um, so, yeah, that's basically what an escrow account is. Um, so you can, you know, decide for yourself whether you're first-time homebuyer, current current homeowner, um, I assume, you know, most people have escrow accounts, but they, I, I don't hear many people considering getting rid of it and, you know, if it would be a help for them, but I want to get rid, rid of mine, and obviously I told you why, but anyway, I hope you enjoyed this podcast um, on escrow accounts. Hope you learned a thing or two about a thing or two, all right? Broke Investor, out.